Today, I got the opportunity to interview Preston Arsment, a 27-year-old gaming YouTuber, primarily known as Preston Plays, who has built up a complete social media empire and has an estimated net worth of $20 million. Preston has two main channels, one with 19 million subscribers and another with 12 million. Plus, he has five other channels, each with over 1 million subscribers. His videos range from real-life challenges and competitions to gaming playthroughs, and in total, Preston has reached well over 13 billion views. During our conversation, we were able to talk about his starting point on YouTube, all the way up to what he wants to do in the future. So without further ado, here is Preston. Thanks for jumping on the podcast, Preston. Dude, of course, man. I'm super excited. Okay, so my first question for you is starting in the beginning. When did you first find an enjoyment for making videos? Uh, so, okay, I was, uh, I was basically playing Call of Duty semi-professionally on PC back when you made like 10 bucks a tournament mm -hmm. win. And I found this creator called XJaws who was making console content for Call of Duty. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's like helping people get better at the game. And that was pretty much my entry into the YouTube platform. It was like, how do I help people get better mm -hmm. at Call of Duty by uploading videos? Oh, cool. So like tutorial videos and stuff? Yeah, just like gameplay videos, you know, and trying to mm -hmm. go over mechanics through commentary. This is back in the old school day before live mm -hmm. commentary was a thing. Right. You just recorded your gameplay and then just mm -hmm. like would commentate over it afterwards. Cool. So moving on to your career, when you first started out, were you embarrassed to tell people what you did? No, I wasn't embarrassed to tell people what I did, but I definitely would have friends over at my first apartment. And I'd be like, hey, guys, I got to film a commentary. So I you guys just like go play yeah. the sidewalk or something. Nice, so yeah. Like, I would literally just be like, hey, guys, I'm not comfortable yet commentating in front of y'all. Mm -hmm. So just step out of here. I mean, my old intro used to be super cringe. It was like, hey, it's TV and our frags here. Okay, you're yeah. my best friend. No mm -hmm. energy, no enthusiasm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as for YouTube as a platform, what inspired you to become a full-time YouTuber? And when did you notice how lucrative it is? So I was like really preying on this because I graduated high school at 16. I had a lot of time left over and I was just like, I felt God calling me to like go make YouTube content. Mm -hmm. It was also something I loved was video games right. and the content side didn't necessarily love it because I was super shy, but I was always good at video games and played in tournaments. And I was like, mm -hmm. Man, maybe I can like get an entry in here by showing people how to get better at the game. And that was pretty much like the big reason of like why I wanted to start making YouTube content. And then I just started doing the old fashioned spamming channels back in 2011. <laughs> just yeah. see if I could garner subscribers. And that was kind of like the uh, entry into the YouTube content. And you've been growing ever since. Yeah, ever since, man, ever since. it's uh, It's been so much fun. It was either that or I was going to go be a doctor and I really didn't want to go through that much school. Uh -huh. Yeah. So if there's one thing you could change or add to YouTube, what would it be? Oh, I would definitely add an A-B testing feature. On right, Netflix, yeah. you have a lot of mm -hmm. options. You can like A-B test different thumbnails with different titles mm -hmm. and it's phenomenal. So I would love to have something like that because at the end of the day, you want to create the best product for your audience, whether that's with click-through rate or average view retention, mm -hmm. right? And like, it's so nice to be able to see that, but we don't have that on YouTube yet. And it's like, we can't tell like what thumbnail and title yields a higher retention or yields a higher click-through right, rate yet yeah. without manually swapping it. Mm -hmm. So separately, as for making connections, have you ever met anyone famous that you never thought you would meet? And if so, has there ever been a favorite encounter or best possible connection to have? Yeah, that's a really good one. There's been a bunch of people I never thought I would meet. Like Tony Hawk was a really big one. We did a big YouTube gaming event in Palm Springs a few years ago. Nice. And we flew him out, which was super cool. You know, mm -hmm. I grew up playing the Tony yeah, Hawk yeah. Pro Skater games and exactly. loving him. 
But in terms of like other like fan-esque encounters, I used to watch this guy Husky Starcraft. In fact, my first uploads were technically RuneScape back in 2008. Then it was Starcraft in like 2009, 2010. And I emulated his content style. He was like a very hyperactive commentator for Starcraft 2 content. So I'm big friends with him now. But like when I got to meet him in person, I was like, it's, it's Husky Starcraft. Mm -hmm. That was like a pretty big starstruck nice, moment for nice. me, actually. So let's say you had a different ending. What would you do if you didn't do YouTube? Oh, man. I mean, I'd probably be doing something in business. I think I would have probably tabled the med school route right. and then figured out something to do within business. I just love business. I think it's super fun. And I really like dealing with people. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, in business and marketing, you get to deal with all kinds of people. So I'd have gone down that route. Maybe selling mayonnaise, honestly. <laughs> nice. And similarly, what videos are you most proud of and took the most time to make? Oh man, it's definitely stuff on the Preston channel, which is where we do like all yeah. of our live action mm -hmm. lifestyle content. I was super proud of the Bermuda Triangle video where we spent I think I saw that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, yeah, we floated 50 miles off the Florida coast yeah. into the Bermuda Triangle and then just had this Minecraft boat for like 20 plus hours in the water. And mm -hmm. it was just like super choppy that day. At least it felt like it because you're in like a tiny Minecraft boat wobbling mm -hmm. up and down. But really proud of that video. I mean, it was just so much fun to execute on. Mm -hmm. And then so it was like the when we lived on the private plane for 24 hours, yeah. we had to spend $70,000 on that plane. And we actually had it for two days. So we got any wow. pickup that we needed. But it was stressful. But those stressful videos usually yield the best end results because we're mm -hmm. so happy and so yeah. proud of them. So those types of videos where we really like kind of push our limits. But to be honest, biggest one is when we did 72 hours straight in the Tesla. We mm -hmm. didn't sleep except for in the car and when we stopped to supercharge. But wow. we went all the way from Texas to Santa Monica, all the way back to see if we could autopilot for 50 right. hours. Yeah. In total, the trip was like 72 hours. Wow. Because it was 22 hours of charging time. Yeah, it was nuts. Mm -hmm. So we two more so questions. Tough. Yeah. Um. So as for your best work, do you currently have any big video plans for the future? Oh, dude, yeah. We have a lot. We actually hired a few senior producers, uh, recently a VP of production, which is a vice president of production. We've been scaling at a pretty fast rate. We want to get to 100 employees by the end of the year. And mm. obviously, we need that if we're going to do some of the bigger videos that we want to do. Like, we really want to make the biggest Minecraft cake for my birthday. I think the, the record right now for the biggest cake is insane. And yeah. so we want to see if we can beat that, but with a Minecraft cake. That'd be awesome. We want to launch the biggest Minecraft firework, which I think would be fantastic. And so there's a bunch of other like really crazy trade secret videos like that that we're, that we're planning. A lot of them kind of revolve around doing really big things for Minecraft in real life mm -hmm. because our audience really resonates that. And it's super fun to do too. Yeah, cool. And so lastly, looking far ahead and down the road, do you have a layout or goal that once you hit, you can say like you did it, you, could, you did the YouTube thing? Dude, I don't think you'll ever hit that unless I hit 100% retention on like a 20 minute long video. Yeah. I feel like you've never made mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like until yeah. we somehow perfect what the audience wants every single time, which will never happen. It's like that endless goal, which I'm totally okay with. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like there's there's none. Even if you're at 100 million subscribers, I feel like you're still like, well, there's 7 billion people in the world who still haven't exactly, seen my yeah. videos. So we're not done until we're done. Might as well continue going. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the mindset. You know, like there are a lot of people who are goal focused. I've never been very goal focused. Mm -hmm. I'm just always like very driven and try to stay disciplined. Awesome. And you know, it's just like every single day just doing the work. And so like goals are nice, but I feel like people focus on them too much. And it's like, it's not about the goal, it's about the journey. And it's like, what does that journey look like? And how do you set yourself up for success? Not necessarily set yourself up just for one goal or right. two goals. Or yeah, cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Dude, of course. Thanks for having me, man. So there you have it. That was my interview with Preston Place. 
I hope you enjoyed, and you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you.